0: Thank you for joining us for another Grazia Life Advice. I am Lottie Jeffs, and sharing their six life advice tips this week is a former T4 and ITV This Morning presenter. She's also a food columnist and has recently launched her own online homeware brand.
1: Hello, I am Laura Jackson. I am a broadcaster and the founder of a homeware marketplace
0: called Glassette. and I am this week's guest on Grazia's Life Advice podcast. Laura is the definition of a multi-hyphenate or slasher and coming up we talk about how that is a more acceptable way of life than it really used to be. That stigma has kind
1: of changed. It's enjoyable to have multiple strings to your and People kind
0: of expect it now and they, they didn't used to. Laura also talks about what she says is the secret to a happy life, shaping your work around the things that you love doing. This
1: sounds cheesy, but I really love my life and I really love my work and
0: work is so much to me and it's in everything that I do. And we talk about how it's the little things that you do and do often that make you who you are.
1: Whenever I'm in London and I buy someone a cup of coffee or a croissant who looks like they need it I always make sure I look at them and ask them what their name is because I think that just being acknowledged is a really powerful meaningful
0: thing. This is an inspiring chat with someone who has a totally positive outlook and I really hope you enjoy listening. Here is Laura Jackson. Hi Laura thanks so much for being on the podcast this morning. How are you? I'm good thank you so much for having me. Um, I've got coffee so The morning is already better and I get to talk to you, which is great. (laughs) I feel like I've almost met you so many times in my career. Like I've certainly been aware of everything you've been doing for, I suppose, the equivalent amount of time that I've been in journalism. Your name's always come up. It's always like, get Laura Jackson to give us quotes on this or we need Laura Jackson for this. And I feel like I've really watched you and your business grow throughout that time so um you've recently launched glassette right which is sort of amazing aspirational homewares brand that's so kind of you i feel like um
1: yeah it's been a bit of a mad 12 months and starting glassette has been the hardest but also the most brilliant thing that i've ever done and it's really nice to be able to put all of my passions and work ethic into this business and see it really come to fruition so it's been a really
0: strange but brilliant ride oh my goodness wow well I'm for one really interested in your life (laughs) advice and I mean how you make it all work so let's get into it um Laura your first piece of advice is you don't know what you don't know can you tell me a bit about this please This piece
1: of advice was given to me by um, Matthew Mills, Ella Mills, and Matthew Mills, who co-founded and run Deliciously Ella. I interviewed them for their podcast a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about being a founder and being in the world of business, and I just was really honest and said, this is such a new world for me. I'm very much finding my feet, and it's been challenging at times. Matthew said to me, it's so refreshing to hear you say that you don't know loads of things about business. You don't know what you don't know. And I repeat back to him, what do you mean you don't know what you don't know? And he he, he just said, that, that's it. You don't know what you don't know. And that was such a great piece of advice. It just does what it says on the tin, but it's really stayed with me. It's only been a couple of weeks, but I know that it will be a piece of advice that I will remember for the rest of my life and hopefully it will push me into always being curious always wanting to learn always wanted wanting to meet people and always wanted to grow as a person
0: yeah have you found that in business it's better to be honest about what you don't know or do you ever find yourself trying to kind of blag it and is there also a benefit in that as well
1: Yeah, I think there's a line between fake it till you make it and you don't know what you don't know. I think Mm -hmm. you don't know what you don't know for me is always, you know, like I said, always be curious, always want to grow, always want to find out all of the information that you possibly can. Knowledge is power, right? But then I am in a world where you put on your suit, you put on your, you know, your fashion armory, you kind of go forth into the world and you are confident in your thoughts and beliefs and you know, that can help progress. I remember actually my mum saying to me, if someone ever told you that you can't ride a horse, you tell them that you can ride a horse and you go learn to ride a horse. (laughs) And actually that's quite a good bit of advice as well.
0: Totally. Um, Yeah. I mean, just from watching like uh, Inventing Anna and things like that on Netflix, you've probably not seen it with two kids and a business to run. (laughs) But you know, there's that element of like, just worry about it later, which kind of works up to a certain point unless you're a fraudster like she was. I
1: mean, yeah, I think there's that kind of confidence in your ability which can be rewarding and then there's trying to scam people which is definitely different. <laughs> um the, the 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 devious um confidence is is uh, probably not the right sort.
0: Yeah, and your second piece of advice is um, is a great one, and it's it's all content for the book, a bit like Nora Ephron's classic uh, saying, "It's all copy," right?
1: Yeah, I mean, this was given to me by a friend, Caroline, who always used to say, "When anything good or bad happened, it was always content for the book." It was, yeah, it makes me feel sad because she's not here anymore. Um, sorry,
0: yeah. can be upset talking oh, about it, oh but. My God. Um,
1: No, but it's and it always reminds me just to like live life to the fullest. And whenever anything ridiculous always happened, it was write it down in the book. Um yeah. And I always think, God, this book's gonna be so big. But um, yeah, it kind of makes those also those bad decisions or those failures be important because you can look back on them and you can assess them if they're in this kind of fake mental book and you can learn from them. So yeah. I didn't think I'd be emotional talking about it but yeah it's, it's a good one and on it would stay it'll stay with me forever
0: yeah and do you actually write anything down do you keep a diary or anything like that or is it all just up in your head I think it's all in my head but I also
1: I'm a salacious list writer and sometimes my list can be as ridiculous as wash hair <laughs> um <laughs> Have breakfast because I feel there's something quite cathartic about ticking these things off
0: and oh, makes yeah, totally. you
1: feel like you've achieved something even yeah. if you've just washed your hair. But I have three notebooks that I carry with me all the time, one for my broadcast and all of the other things that I do, one for Glassette, and then a weekly diary where my whole week is written out. I'm dyslexic, so I find that seeing things visually like my week i remember where everything is on the page versus what's actually written down
0: which
1: right. sounds a bit crazy when i say it out loud but um yeah I, so i write everything down in terms of what i have to do but no i don't have a diary with my thoughts and feelings i think i'd be too scared for someone to find it
0: <laughs> yeah your third piece of advice could you tell us actually what your third piece of advice is
1: be the reason someone believes in good people this is really cheesy but I think since Instagram started and since I launched a page on Instagram I've always been very strict about who I follow, what I follow, why I follow and I'm from a really large family and I feel like It's not inbuilt in me to be jealous, but I also don't want to put myself in a situation where I am feeling jealous of how somebody else looks or what somebody else is doing. So I curate and have always curated my feed based on things that will make me feel empowered, make me feel good. And one of the, you know, many cheesy accounts that I love to follow are these kind of good feeling memes. And one of them a couple of months ago was be the reason someone believes in good people. And I just thought that's such a lovely sentence. And I really pride myself on being a good person I'm in a relationship business my whole world of work and life is based on having good relationships with people so trying to be the best person that I can be the majority of the time I, I am a human being and I'm sure that sometimes I'm short and snappy if I've not had enough sleep but I think that priding yourself anybody to be a good person is, is a good thing
0: yeah I think so and Definitely, when you're under pressure and you're under stress, it can be really hard to keep that in mind of what it means to be a good person and to not sort of become too internal and forget how you're coming across, I guess, to other people.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think we meet so many people. You're the same when you're a journalist, you get to meet and interview so many people a day and has to be thought of it's the first time that you're ever having this interaction with all mm. of these people all day and that first interaction and every interaction after that really counts and make yeah. it matter
0: we are just going to jump to a quick ad break but we will be right back with laura jackson and we're back with laura jackson who is sharing her life advice with us on the grazia life advice podcast today so we are on to her fourth piece of advice and it is laura Over to you create the life you can't wait to wake up to oh I love this one that is so nice I can't really
1: remember who said this to me but I have known from a very very early age that having a desk with a family portrait in a frame on it starting at nine leaving at five was never something that was meant for me that was one of the first things I knew about myself, Mm -hmm. which is strange because now I own a business and I probably am going to have a proper desk. um, But I'm, (laughs) I'm kind of like flexi working all of the time at the moment. So that hasn't happened yet, but I always wanted to create or carve out a really exciting career that felt right for me. I am dyslexic and I feel like I don't, learn the same way that other people do so having that kind of linear working life was never going to be quite suited to to me and I've worked really really hard to do lots of different things that I love when people say now I don't what do what do you do I feel like it's more socially accepted to do all of these things than it was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, it used to be, oh, you're a slasher or you're a multi-hyphenate. And I think that that stigma has kind of changed. It's enjoyable to have multiple strings to your bone. People kind of expect it now and they, they didn't used to. I really, really, this sounds cheesy, but I really love my life and I really love my work. And maybe this is a bad thing, but work is so much to me and it's in everything that I do I can't go on holiday without looking at a vase thinking oh my gosh I feel so inspired by this I want to make it or you know I I just it's just kind of inbuilt in me but I absolutely love it and I love waking up every morning and going to work
0: that's the bit I like about that piece of advice of like a life that you can't wait to wake up to because I think there's this sense that work is like the thing that you dread like you go to bed and you're like oh it's Monday morning I've got to get up but to have that sort of world where you like you almost can't wait to wake up to it because you've created something for yourself and it's something you're so passionate about and it's also got a kind of beauty to it like aesthetically and emotionally.
1: Yeah I think at times people have said work is what you do not who you are But my work is who I am and all of the small little things that we do in our life, make the person that we are, that's who we are. And work is so much of those little things that I do, those interactions with people, those relationships that I have with people, that is who I am. And I'm really proud of that. Everything that I have done in my career has been about community everything. So when I was doing um, my kind of more TV presenting, when I was doing Take Me Out the Gossip with Mark Wright, Stand By Your Man with Brian McFadden, Celebrity Super Spa, they were always with people, bringing people together, finding the joy in, in, in what they were doing. And then when I moved on to kind of food and supper clubs, that was bringing people together around the dining table and the vehicle for that was food but it was still about bringing people together and community and with Glassair, it's this marketplace where we curate beautiful homeware creators and designers and sell their wares but we don't just put their product on a platform and sell it we connect them with each other there's a lot of marketing and there's a lot of helping grow these businesses on you know behind the scenes that we do it's all about community so I kind of look at my career as always being about helping and empowering other people
0: and with community at the heart of that. And I'm, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, that's so nice. Um, and it kind of brings us on to your fifth piece of advice, which I believe is a song lyric from uh, the band James. Could you share the, the lyric with us? If I hadn't seen such
1: riches, I could live with being poor. And then he'd say, oh, sit down. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I will not sing. I'm not very good at singing. Yeah, I feel like this has been a lyric that has stuck with me for such a long time. So I moved from Huddersfield to London when I was about 18. I did my work placement with a company called the Admirable Crichton, and they are an events company based in South London. And I managed to get a work placement with them because I saw – or heard about the company as the owner was on ready steady cook loved ready steady cook um (laughs) and i researched the company and i um decided to reach out to get a work placement i was studying events management at university at leeds and i got this placement and i was just plummeted into this world that i had no idea about people drinking really expensive champagne having these incredible parties i once did the king of kuwait son's wedding in Paris and they had instructed us to go just to put rose petals in the garden oh I mean God. bonkers the Gypsy Kings were playing my granddad <gasps> loves the Gypsy wow. Kings I, I just couldn't believe it and it was very much that this song lyric if I hadn't seen such riches I could live with being poor and I think that you know I thought I really want to live in London I mean obviously I don't want to be um, having parties for the Gypsy Kings but um, (laughs) I just it was just such an eye-opener in terms of how different people lived their life
0: because i have just not really seen that side of it before yeah and I guess seeing it and seeing you know like the great excesses of wealth and sort figuring out within that what do I actually aspire to here is it the Gypsy Kings and throwing (laughs) rose petals in a garden or is it something else that I'm seeing I'm sure that was kind of a journey for you as well absolutely
1: I think success isn't money for me it never has been it's being happy and having
0: choices yeah um yeah for sure and your sixth and final piece of advice is that it's the little things that add up the person you really are I think that's a really nice piece of advice I'm interested to know what you mean by the little things
1: I think I touched on it before um and this was really interesting I feel like I um I met Ella and Matthew Mills as I said earlier um when I was doing this podcast with them and and Matt said to me you don't know what you don't know and Ella also gave me this piece of advice which I thought was really lovely and she said it was um something that uh, Matt's mum had said to to her be- uh, uh, or had kind of said to Matt I can't remember which one before she passed away um Matt's mum is Steph the to and um she, you know that is the little things that add up to the person who you really are so those everyday good things that make you a good person as I said mm-hmm. you know eye contact opening the door for people saying thank you being grateful mm-hmm. giving people hugs telling people that you love them all of those little things make up who you are not those big things not the job promotion the sports car the -hmm. holiday it's those really small little things that you can sometimes overlook
0: yeah and which also you can do irrespective of how quote-unquote successful you are or how much money you have or any of those other things you can always anyone can do those small things absolutely anybody
1: and I love that I I, again love democratizing things and making things as accessible as possible and anybody can do these things just looking somebody in the eye and saying thank you or giving Mm. somebody a hug I, I just think is so powerful I always make sure that whenever I'm in London and I buy someone a cup of coffee or a croissant who looks like they need it I always make sure I look at them and ask them what their name is Um, Mm. because I think that just being acknowledged is
0: is a really powerful, meaningful thing. Yeah, definitely. And Laura, we normally ask people at this stage to share a piece of bad advice with us. So something they've been told that they've later realised is not actually useful advice at all. But you feel like you've never, ever received any bad advice, which I just think is brilliant and good for you. Maybe I I mean I probably have received some bad advice, but
1: I choose not to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I am a really positive, glass half full kind of person. And I also am a human being. Maybe there are times that I get sad and I'm a bit miserable, but I tend to try and look at things in the most positive light. I honestly think that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it, if you put yourself out there, sometimes, yes, there are these barricades in the road, but I'm about moving around them, figuring it out. It might not be the same end goal but just getting there moving is it's really important so no I haven't really there's, there's no like you can't do this or you're not good enough I think all of that stuff I've maybe told myself internally not that's being given to me by other people yeah well
0: that's brilliant and what a fantastic place to end, I found it so inspiring listening to you. Um I wish we had a bit longer to talk more about your um your career and I love your your lists and your notebooks and all of those things are making me feel <laughs> like I need to go and um start a blank page of of my notebook today as well and write a few achievable lists rather than things like um, you know, start own business. It's like <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> Which you can I mean- actually tick off a lot easier. Absolutely. The only thing is carrying around three notebooks
1: all day, every day. It's not very good for your bag. Um, I have a huge bag that I carry around with me and everyone's always like, what's in your bag? I'm like I honestly it's like Mary Poppins in there you don't know what's going to come out I've got the apple half-eaten breakfast books
0: amazing oh, well Laura it's been brilliant talking to you and I really wish you all the best with the new business and keep in touch and let us know how you're how you're getting on with everything so thank you so much thanks Laura Jackson, it was really great to speak to her and share some of her positivity. I really hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. If you did, we would love you to share, like and review the Grazia Life Advice podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out when you do. Thank you and bye for now.